Hello and welcome to Tantrum Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Tuesday, October 17th. On today's show... We will always be open to hear your voice, to have that dialogue, and to have the conversations about, you know, what, uh, what you believe is working well, what you believe we should be expanding and doing differently. Horizon Health officials came to Sackville last week to address a public gathering about the future of health care, and we'll bring you some more from that meeting, including an update on the Sackville ER and the Beale University Nursing Program, which will start leasing space in the Sackville Hospital in January. But first, some more local news and information. Residents of the Amherst and Sackville region are mourning the loss of Marlene Arsenault-Crossman, who was killed Thursday in her home on King Street in Sackville. The 59-year-old leaves behind two sons and their families, as well as a number of brothers, sisters, nieces, and nephews. For the past few years, Crossman has been the smiling face at the helm of the Amherst Theatre, formerly the Cineplex, in downtown Amherst. The theatre has been closed since Marlene's death and reopens today. 62-year-old Roger Crossman has been arrested and charged with the first-degree murder of Marlene. He is now being held for a 30-day psychiatric evaluation and will be back in Moncton Provincial Court on November 9th. Crossman turned himself in to the Antigonish RCMP detachment on Thursday, shortly after Sackville RCMP discovered Marlene's remains. A funeral service for Marlene will take place this Thursday at 2 p.m. at First Baptist Church in Amherst. Visitation will be held on Wednesday from 5 to 8 p.m. at Campbell's Funeral Home on Church Street in Amherst. In place of flowers, the family suggests that donations in memory of Marlene be made to the MS Society, Autumn House, or a charity of the donor's choice. The RCMP say the investigation into the murder is ongoing. Today at 1 p.m., MLAs gather in Fredericton to begin a new session of the New Brunswick Legislature, starting with a speech from the throne to be, li- to be delivered by Lieutenant Governor Brenda Murphy. Memram Kuktanchmar MLA Megan Mitten told CHMA last week that the legislature was called back on short notice Thursday afternoon after weeks of speculation about a possible early election call by Premier Blaine Higgs. Mitten says she will be, remain prepared for an early election, even as the legislative session starts. I feel like I'm preparing for two uh, parallel realities of either one being in the legislature, you know, standing up for my community, uh, presenting motions, asking questions in question period. And then the other one is standing up for my community, but in an election campaign. So uh, your guess is as good as mine at this point. The throne speech is intended to establish the government's priorities for the upcoming legislative session, which then goes to a vote in the legislature. Green Party leader David Kuhn told the Canadian press he thought there was a chance that the Higgs throne speech could include a so-called poison pill, something that PC MLAs, such as the six rebel MLAs that publicly broke with Higgs over Policy 713, could not support, thereby showing no confidence in the government and triggering an election. The Tantamar Wetlands Centre is calling on former volunteers, funding partners, and interested community members to help celebrate 25 years of providing wetlands education in the Maritimes. The celebratory event is happening today from 3.30 to 5 at the Tantamar Wetlands Centre with parking available in the lower lot of the Tantamar Regional High School. Now on to today's feature story. 
Beale University Canada will have a preliminary group of 19 nursing students start classes at the Sackville Memorial Hospital in January. The new university is the Canadian counterpart to a main college and offers a 32-month nursing program. After a first year completely online, students in the Beale Nursing Program can start classes at the Sackville Memorial Hospital, where the school leases classroom space. Here's Beale Canada President Holly McKnight explaining the Beale system. There will be courses that will be in person as well as uh, clinical courses and, uh, and mannequins that they'll be working with, but as well working at, with the uh, practitioners and the people at the Sackville Memorial Hospital. But as you would well understand, there are a variety of specialty areas and the practical placements will have to be in a variety of different locations around the province to access that type of experience for the nurses that are enrolled in the program. McKnight was speaking last week at a Future of Our Healthcare meeting organized by MLA Megan Mitten. About 60 people gathered at the Crabtree Auditorium on the Mount A campus to hear from Horizon Health Network officials. As CHMA reported on Friday, much of the meeting was spent discussing the progress of a new Tanchamar Community Health Clinic, which Horizon recently opened on September 11th. But some questions also focused on access to after-hours and emergency care. Sackville and Moncton Hospital Director Krista Wheeler-Thorne told the crowd the emergency department in Sackville was now 80, 85% staffed. We still have a few part-time positions but in the past, year, like a year ago, two years ago, maybe three years ago, we weren't getting applicants on these positions. Now when we have a vacancy for whatever reason, somebody's relocating somewhere else or they decide to retire, we are getting a number of applicants on these positions. So that means they want to stay and work here and live here. So that's very positive. Horizon Interim CEO Margaret Melanson reaffirmed the Health Network's goal of bringing back overnight service in the emergency department which is currently open only 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. each day. Horizon is absolutely committed to the re-establishment of your 24-7 emergency department. So it may seem as though that has gone to the side, however it has not. Uh, we're very fortunate that over these past several months, we have been able to recruit sufficient nursing staff for your emergency department. So now we are at the point of needing to have a sustainable physician coverage and uh, our intention is toward that, um, and it's ongoing work. The issue is that we certainly do not want to be opening your ER for additional hours and then have to retreat back from that again. So we want to make sure that we do have a sustainable service once we reopen that. And it is absolutely predicated on having enough of a cohort of physicians um, to be able to provide that service on the 24-7 basis ongoingly. Melanson talked about the changing work culture among physicians, where it has become more difficult to find family physicians who are also open to helping staff a local ER. She said the focus was now to staff the Sackville ER with physicians from the Moncton ER, a model currently in place in St. John and Sussex. Dr. Ross Thomas is a retired Sackville physician and member of the Rural Health Action Group, the volunteer group that has become the town's unofficial liaison to Horizon. He explained the situation this way. The, the old model, which is only recently old, Margaret, is that family physicians did emergencies, as you so eloquently described, but you can't get people to do that anymore. That's, you know, they don't want to do it. So, that's the reality. Yeah, and so the model that's used in St. John is that physicians that work in the ER in St. John are also have to go work in Sussex and in St. Stephen. And we're trying to convince the Moncton Hospital to do the same thing, and that's, you know... 
slowly. Joey's going to get it done. But it's, it's hard because you can't tell doctors what to do. You get it. And they have to be brought along. You know, as they come into the system, you can. But once they're here, you can't say, oh, now you got to go to Sackville. They don't want to do it. But that's eventually going to happen. That the, 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 the Sackville Emerge will be staffed, I think, by month. Or that would be my, my vision of what's going to happen. Thomas also noted that the goal of the new Tantramar Health Clinic would be eventually to offer after-hours care for non-acute patients. Melanson promised the crowd that she and her colleagues would be back again to update and engage the community about how things are going. We have a community engagement model now. Um, we're probably most established here in Sackville, but we're introducing this as well in other communities. And I will tell you, this is here to stay. Um, we recognize as well the change in demographics, and so um, all of you, as well as many others, now uh, more than ever want to have a voice, and we have to ensure that you have that voice. So I can commit to you that this engagement is not something that's uh, temporary or um, to be you know, curtailed. This is something that's here to stay. Um, it may evolve as time progresses. However, I can commit to you that uh, we will always be open to hear your voice, to have that dialogue, and to have the conversations about, you know, what uh, what you believe is working well, what you believe we should be expanding and doing differently. That's interim Horizon CEO Margaret Melanson speaking at a public meeting on the future of healthcare in Sackville on Thursday, uh, October twelfth. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Tuesday, October seventeenth. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening.